Hey, welcome to CityGate Worship and Creative Podcast. My name is Ben and I'm part of the team here at CityGate Church in Beckenham, South London. This podcast comes out of our monthly team nights where we come together looking at the why and the how of worship, production and creative ministries in the local church. We hope these conversations inspire and strengthen you. Hebrews 12 says this, just as we start, let us run with perseverance and endurance the race marked out before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer, the perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary or lose heart. I love that as we're talking about not dropping out of the race, running our race, that we have a leader, we have a champion, we have a captain who is Jesus Christ and everything that he shouldered, everything that he endured. As we look to him, the Bible says that we will not grow weary, we will not faint, we will not lose heart because we are following our captain, Lord Jesus Christ. So, so we're going we're gonna to look at that. We're going to unpack that tonight with Pastor Sally's help as well. You know, our desire on team and as we serve, whatever part of the team that you're involved in in different, different places, our desire is that we run our race well that we go the distance well, that we don't drop out and become a casualty along the way. It's not about us doing, it's about us walking and running and racing the call that God has put on our lives in every area, in every sphere, in home life, in in our work life, in our church life, in our serving, and not letting the the distractions and the the things that want to derail that come along and have victory over us, because we have a victory. I sometimes think in church we can think it's the enemy all the time who wants to come and, and, and knock us out of the games. Yes, that's true. There's a target on, on our back as children of God, as, especially as worshippers and those involved in worship ministry. There is a target on our back. We're frontline in so many ways. Uh, but sometimes I think it's our own life and our own choices that sometimes want to sabotage our long game as well. So we're going to be looking at that from a few different angles. But praise God uh, that we're those that, that can weather those storms. We're those that can come through not just surviving, but actually thriving in that place, being stronger because what God's brought us through, you know, maybe carrying some, some experience and some, some battle scars along the way, but more, but more triumphant, stronger because of what God has done in our lives. I'm so reminded all the time of, of um, different processes. You know, when you harden steel, it has to go through a fire to get stronger. You know, when you, when you fire up a furnace and you put pottery into it, it's in that place and through those things that it becomes beautiful. So as we press in, as we, as we are looking at going the distance in everything that we're doing in our ministry, in our work, in our lives, um, that we're not going to be those that, that get sabotaged along the way. Um, but we're going to have an amazing testimony of God's faithfulness, His provision, His goodness over our lives and our teams and our churches. I believe that so strongly tonight. Is that all right? Right now, why don't you grab a seat? Why don't you grab a seat as far forward as you can find one? That's what we do in this church. So, uh, so there's plenty of space down here. And uh, we're going to invite Pastor Sally up. <laughs> Sally had to move some plans around to be here tonight. So we are so grateful. We are so uh, honoured to have you. Speaking from 
a place of immense awesomeness and wisdom and all the rest. Um, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about burnout. We're going to talk about burnout. Is that all right? Who's feeling burnt out tonight? No, you don't have to raise your hand. <laughs> if anyone says anything on a mic in church, it's like, amen. No, I didn't mean that one. It's all good. It's all good. Cool. Um, I read a book at the start of this year by John Mark Comer. Um, and actually, uh, you invited me to do a staff meeting on it because it was um, I'd been speaking to you about it. I've been speaking to other people about it. Um, really brilliant book. It's called Garden City, um, and it's I think the subline on it is is work, rest, and the art of being human. And it's by John Mark Comer, who's a who's a pastor uh, in Portland, Oregon. Um, and this is one of the quotes in it. There is a lot of talk about burn about burnout right now. As a society, we are overworked, tired, stressed out, frazzled. The digital age is hollowing out our soul. Wow, what a statement. Uh, but burnout isn't always the result of giving too much. You learn this by trying to do something and you fail. Or worse, you succeed and a part of you dies inside. Uh, we can talk about burnout from so many different angles. Um, you know, I think for, for me, I kind of hit a wall at the end of last year, which you know all about. And um, yeah, and, and so it's, it's something that I think... It, in different seasons, all of us face or have faced or will face, um, you know, so, so let's, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Pastor Sally, why don't you tell us um, a little bit about your experience? You know, you've been around church for, for a while, for a while. <laughs> and, um, and in that, you've, you've, been, uh, you've been in different roles. You've been yeah. in different capacities around the church. You've been, um, you know, in, in the pioneering days here. Um, and lots of different things. Um, sometimes really heavily involved, sometimes less so. Um, tell us a little bit about your experience and maybe some of those seasons. Right. I think the seasons are ebbs and flows. And that's what you've got to realise, that there are ebbs and flows in our life and that some busy seasons don't actually last forever. And that's when you've got to be really careful that we don't put our hands up and go, oh, I'm burnt out. And actually, you're just tired, okay? Because burnout is something completely different. I actually found out burnout is a state of emotional, physical and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress, overwhelmed, drain, being overwhelmed, being drained, and not able to meet demands. That's what burnout is. It's not tiredness. It is a complete overwhelmness. You're o overwhelmed. Um, and yes, you know, we've got to be very careful when we call out for burnout, because we might just be tired. We just might need a couple of night early nights. And that's not belittling people who feel they're burned out. It's let's, let's just get real. I'm going to be real here and tell some stories yeah. in a minute about yeah. And me. I think I'm, I'm really cautious of using that word. Like, for myself, last year, I, I, I always used the phrase, I felt like I was approaching burnout. Yeah. I hadn't reached yeah. it. I think there would have been, yeah. it would have been worse. But I, I was really cautious about my words and my choice I, um, language with that. Did a small group training last night. So sorry, small group leaders, if you're here. One of the things um, Craig Rochelle says is about how when we have a car and that little red light goes on, and it's usually when you're on the motorway, isn't it always on the motorway? Beep, 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 and you think, <gasps> what's wrong with the car? That red light is not telling you what the problem is. It's telling you 
that there is a problem and you need to get your car back to, can I start getting a bit spiritual here? The maker, the creator. And I would say you do get some warning when burnout's coming. You do know that red light is flashing. You're knowing you're feeling a bit tired. You're feeling a bit overwhelmed. For you creative lot, your creative juices will start going. Um, I know for me, certain things when I, I went into burnout, certain things I just weren't, I just wasn't able to live like I was. I wasn't in my sweet place anymore. I was in this place and I just couldn't do it. And everything was just such an effort. But that red light had been flashing. So tell us about some, some of those times in, in your life. You know, what, what's it look like through different for seasons? For me, um, the burnout that came for me, I think we all, and some of you will be sitting here thinking, oh, it never happened to me. And you think it isn't going to happen, and it does creep. And that red light comes, and we ignore it. And we say, oh, I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, I'll be all right, I'll be all right. I'll just keep going, I'll just keep going. Oh, I'll just, oh, yeah, I'll do that, I'll do that. If you're a people pleaser, you're probably saying yes to far too much stuff. Um, and that can be a real, that can be it. You're just doing, doing too much. And on that, I always think what you should be doing is what God's called you to be. And sometimes we are people pleasers and we go, oh, yeah, I'll do the refreshments. Oh, yeah, I'll help with kids' church. Oh, I'm a worshipper. <laughs> and that's where I should be, in band, doing creative things. And, you know, you just got it's to be so very careful. It's so easily done, though, isn't it? It is because, so easy. Like, because like, we're Christians and, and we're nice. <laughs> and we always say it. Like, we say this a lot, like, just so you guys know. So I'm not trying to, like, butter you up or anything. But, like, around the office, we always say, oh, isn't it, isn't it funny how, how people in the... In the praise band are often doing like so many yeah. other things it's because you're the best people yeah and it's because your heart is so huge you know yeah. and, and and you're wanting to serve yeah. in, and i in think God's sometimes house. maybe you guys don't realize how much you do give on a sunday and i think some of that is just being aware of what you do give we always put ourselves down a little bit and i think we can just think oh well, I, I just stand up and sing oh my goodness you do so much more I am sure most of you if you could would want to go home after doing two service and sleep for about three hours because you have pushed Amen. in in worship you've led people you're just you're just there who's been there <laughs> four hours good naps are good that's an anointed word just there. Naps and Sunday <laughs> afternoons are good. You're taking notes, right? That one, bold. Naps are good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, my story is, and this is my story, and I'm going to say, just say this to you. This is my story. Um, my burnout came at a time five years ago, and um, my brother who lived with us, who was, had, a, was a dis, dis, had a disability, was dying of cancer. So that was going on, which could have been the trigger. I was working in the church, but I wasn't being paid, even though Pastor Julian kept wanting to pay. I was just, I'm just going to be a volunteer. Foolishness, okay? Because I didn't have any boundaries. So I was working all the time, doing everything. I didn't have any support either. My fault, yet again. And I had got to that overwhelming sense of, I can't do this. And somebody had come out, oh, can you do this? I was like, I just can't do anything more. And I can remember going on holiday. It was in the September. My brother actually died in the December. And I can remember being in Austria, looking over the balcony, breathing and thinking, that's it. I'm going back. I'm giving it all up. And it was a real knee-jerk 
um, decision. Don't do knee-jerk decisions, okay? I didn't talk to anybody about it. I'd got so tired, I knee-jerked. So I would say to you guys, if anybody's feeling like, oh, my goodness, knee-jerk, talk to somebody. Because I could have been talked out of it. I could have been put on um, a sabbatical. I, people understanding. The church today still thinks that I stepped down for a time because of my brother dying. But it actually was because I was burnt out. And um, it, it, took a, it took a long time for me to recognise how burnt out I was. I was obviously going through a bereavement then. But once I'd come through it in about February, March, I was like... I'm a bit bored. <laughs> Ebbs and flows. And I then started, we were going to do new small groups. Pastor Julian said to me, oh, do you want to start the small groups? I was still associate pastor then. I said, yeah, I do. And then I said to him, do you know what? I said, I'm going to come back, but I'm going to come back as staff. I'm going to get paid. And he said, I have always wanted to pay you. I said, and I say that so you understand, he's a good pastor. And he wanted to pay me. It was me who sort of think, I'm volunteering for the kingdom. But working now, and I only work two days a week, has given me that Fridays, Thursdays, I see friends, I do things. I still do work. I do more than two days. But I don't feel guilty. And you just need to have those boundaries in your life. Um, and I'm very, very careful now with my margins in my life and making sure that there's times when I have that time of refreshment. When I'm giving out a lot, I do a lot of pastoral work and I'm hearing things that are unpleasant and I, I can take them in and I'm drained and I just know that I need to go away, I need to be with God, I need to do something fun, I need to have a nap. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not ashamed anymore of doing it because we get guilty. It's so easy as Christians to feel guilty when we sit down. And it's like, perhaps I should do something. Perhaps I should ring somebody. Perhaps I should do a Bible study. Perhaps I should pray. And, you know, I think God's sometimes saying, uh, just rest. Um, That's so good. Can't, can you just hear the wisdom coming out right now? This is great. Or the, the wisdom that I've learned through my foolishness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. There, there'll be a whole bunch of different people at different places yeah. in the room tonight. Yeah. And, uh, and I know that some people may well feel in that place and other people might be, might be thinking, yeah. hey, how does this apply? You know, yeah, yeah. Things, are, things are going great guns right now. Um, you know, this is this is to equip us for for, for the long mm. game. You know, we're talking about the long game. Why why do you think it is that it's easy to become disillusioned in that place when you know disillusioned with church or with ministry or with 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 the the demands on our time with what we're doing and in those places when we are feeling like that, that quite often what we see is is that we want to shrink back, mm. that we want to withdraw and isolate. Why why do you think that is? I think there's lots of reasons. Um, Talking about, obviously, we're talking about burnout. I think sometimes it's stress. I don't sometimes think it's about church either. I think we blame church a lot. I'm really busy, so I'm going to give up being a small group leader. But actually, it's nothing to do with church. It's actually your work, your priorities, your timekeeping. Maybe you're not living very healthy at the moment. And we always seem to go to the first, that's it, blame church. And I have to say, um, I did have a lovely small group leader once who said, I'm just under a lot of pressure. So I asked the questions, got the facts, and she said, so I'm going to give up small group leading. I went, no, you're not. 
I said, you're not. You are staying in there. You are running this race. You give up in six months' time, but you don't give up now. You push in. I say two months into it, they came and went, thank you. That's what I needed to do. Because as soon as you start giving back out, giving up things, you're moving out. I'm always concerned when I hear of somebody starting to give up, stopping being on our dream, the dream team. If people start, they're uncurling themselves from church and you just think, what's going on? The devil wants to isolate us. He'll take us down. It's like, yeah, come out, come out of band. So you don't have those amazing team nights. So you, then you know, you're sitting in your room and they're all having fun, but you're not. You're sitting, they're like, nobody cares for you, do they? No, those whispers, those whispers that come in the night, those whispers that come into our heads and we go down. That's so good. What, what have you learned and what, like, what do you do now like with people, you, you've mentioned a few things that you ask people the questions when they're I feeling do. burnout. What what have you learned I think for I've, people to guard against? Burnout? I think I've learned that we've got to be really careful as Christians that we just don't do the. We're gonna oh you're you're feeling burnout. I'll pray for you. Weariness will go. Refreshing of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now start running again. And I, you know, that can go on. And I think now we need to look, look holistically. Um, I said at the small group training that when Elijah was overwhelmed, God didn't have a prayer meeting with him. He didn't give him a Bible study. He gave him food and told him to sleep twice. So if wow. God does that, yeah. sometimes we should learn and we think, oh, I'm going to do more and more and more. So some of the questions I just ask people, um, I will ask about eating. I think it's really important that our nutrition, if you want to go the whole, you want to run this race, you need to be looking at your nutrition. You need to be making sure you eat. I will have people coming in, oh, I'm not feeling very good, blah, blah, blah. I'll talk to them. Ah, oh, so your diet is burgers, chips, McDonald's. Any greens? No. Any veggies? No. Any fruit? No. Any water? No. Okay. And, you know, let's... You know, we've got this body. We're stewards of this body. We're a temple of the Holy Spirit. Come on, guys, let's look, use it. Because we can run faster than you even think you can. At this moment, in a year's time, you're going to look back and you're going to be running even faster than you were because you've looked after your body. Looking after your body, exercise. And I'm talking just about a walk. Very good. Even at the moment, I've got two girls. I'm just going through, walking through some anxiety. They're going every morning, they're going for walks. Just a 15-minute, 30-minute walk, out, fresh air, breathing. That's really, really important. Um, did I mention sleep? How important sleep is not? I haven't mentioned sleep. Sleep's really, really important too. Just have sleep. <laughs> Four hours on it. Sunday I can remember going to a church and um, they used to sort of, um, we used to have small groups and it was a real competitiveness about how late your small group went on to. My small group went on at 10.30. Well, actually, mine went to midnight. And you're like, and I cannot do my work in the morning, thank you. <laughs> and that is one of the rules why I say small groups should finish about 9.30 because people can be home by 10. We need to be looking after people holistically. So... There's some of the things I say. Obviously, the whole garments of praise is so important. 
I know I'm sort of doing very practical things. Yeah, Being good. there with God is very, very important yeah, too. That's so good. That's just brilliant. I know that on uh, Academy you talk about this equation. Oh, right. Do, do you want to unpack that yeah, for I us? Yeah, I can. How am I, I haven't got it you on haven't the got it? No, oh, no, no, no. Okay. But I'm sure people can get it because okay, they're I'll smart people. Oh, are today. they? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told you they're the best people. Oh, of course so. they are. Okay. Just right. unpack this one because right. I love it. Okay. It's in a little equation. There's power, okay? Power is our energy, our time, and our capacity, okay? So if you've got the power and you're thinking to yourself, I've got a power of five. That's my time, my capacity, my energy, great? Then you're going to minus it by your load. Your load is everything you've got to do, your tasks, um, maybe those things that you, you've, just, you've just got to to-do list, your problems, your deadlines, your work, whatever it is, that is your load. And then it equals what you're left, and that's your margin. Margin is so important. Margin is you having a nap. Margin is suddenly popping around to that friend who suddenly rings you up and says, oh, um, I'm not having a good day. Margin is listening to the praise music that you're meant to listen to for practice on Thursday and singing along. Margin is really, really important. So, for example, so uh, power is five, your load is two, you've got three. So you've got capacity and a margin of three. If your power is five, but your load is five, you've got zero. Worse than that is if your load is six, then you've got a minus figure. Wow. You have no margin. Yeah. And that's when you're overwhelmed. That's when you feel you're sinking. That's when, you know, that feeling. Maybe we, as I said, we were talking about anxiousness. And, you know, breathlessness. Your heart, you start, you can start getting into panic attacks. Maybe feeling you're having a panic attack because there is not enough. And you'll hear that. There's not enough time in the day. Well, there's 24 hours and you've got to make decisions what you do in those 24 hours. And you've got to make sure the capacity and power you have equals the load that you have. If you're loading yourself up, you're going to burn out. It's just uh, going to happen. That's it. That's my equation. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. I, I think, you know, with, with this stuff, is, isn't it good to get practical? Um, isn't it good to have some tangible tools that we can yeah. kind of apply in our life? I know that for me that was a big journey. Yeah. Um, that I had to, uh, you know... I think all of the things that you were saying, I've experienced at some point or another, being someone who says yes to everything, being someone that has far too many deadlines and, mm. and, 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 and things that are pulling my attention. People that I have pleasing. No, yeah, people pleasing. Sometimes another thing is feeling um, comparing. Because, you know, I, I loved what you said at the beginning about the race, and we've all got our race, but how many times do we want to go into somebody else's race and think, mm. well, okay, I like this, but this looks so much better, so I'm going to hop over. But you haven't got the capacity to do what that person. You're running in somebody else's shoes. Yeah. God's given you your shoes to run your race. Run your race. And at this precise moment, remember ebbs and flows, your race might be walking, but theirs might be sprinting. But two months' time, you're sprinting and they're walking. Ebbs and flows in life. So don't get, oh, you know, well, they can, they seem to get up early, they clean the house, they make dinner, they've got four children, you know, oh, everything's amazing, they've done the, they've read the whole of the Bible that, in a I month. Believe them. No, I don't, no, I would neither. But you know, there's always one in your <laughs> life, isn't there? Come on, isn't there always one? You're like, how do you manage to do all that? 
They're running their race. Yeah. You're running your race. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it easy, like you were talking about being on holiday and having those those decisions that you make and and that so many times we hear about you know don't don't make those life oh, critical decisions in a, crisis. In, a yeah. in a crisis or when you're on holiday when your your environment is completely not the norm. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's just such a such a wise thing to do that that and and to not isolate with those big decision making mm-hmm. things. You know, talk to, to, to talk. people. It's really really important. One of the things is that if you're feeling burnt out or you're feeling anxious or something, get people around you. Don't be isolated. Actually, have those friends that you can talk to and talk to them as soon as that little red light on the dashboard starts flashing get to your friends tell start talking to them about what's happening and they'll divert you'll be diverted off you'll be running back onto your race you just need friends we're not meant to be isolated we're meant to have community um there was a lovely story that i did yesterday yesterday which is sort of more on anxiousness but just very quickly um, it's about that they're deciding that self-medication isn't good. So giving people antidepressants isn't a good idea for anxiety, panic attacks, burnout. What they're trying to do is doing it through social ways. And um, in this doctor's surgery, this doctor got all these people along who are feeling very, very anxious, burnt out. And they just he brought them all together. One of the girls walked through the door and was sick because she had so panicking and this is this is how bad they all were and she he got them into a room and said they were going to meet once a week and then they had to do something and to cut a long story short they decided that there was some um, an area outside the doctors that they would start making a garden so they all started going a couple of them went down to the library a couple of them went to buy things somebody started doing the seeds and everything and they just started to gel together and the lady who had been so sick because she was so nervous doing this said as the flowers bloomed so did we and it's all about having people around you you've got a brilliant team here you keep that team you get alongside iron sharpening iron just be with one another check on each other make sure you're all right give somebody if somebody's not give them a text give them a call go for coffee with people build them up have that encouraging word have that verse be praying for each other you know it's all about community yeah and and I think the important thing is to remember that you know you're talking about the load part of that equation yeah. like load is normal yeah load is healthy yeah. yeah um you know you're like in in that whole thing so much of the time it's it's easy to go oh, everything is just too much i need to i need to stop i need to but but actually i i heard pastor julian talk about it this way that that pressure is a good thing mm. stress is a bad thing <laughs> and to just frame what's mm. going on mm. sometimes and just go oh, actually it's okay because because pressure refines pressure pressure produces mm. something else pressure is where things happen it's where activity happens mm. stress is almost the inability to to mm. to take that pressure mm. because mm. of because of, of other factors but i think you know so often it's easy to to misname Mm, or misdiagnose mm, what's mm. going on in those situations and actually it's not a case of going okay i aspire to live a life that mm. is super easy or mm. super um you know it's a knee jerk yeah, isn't it it's that knee yeah. jerk that we immediately think that's it this is what it is and it, you're right it isn't always that i think also you need or we all need to know our sweet place 
You know that place where you just like, for most of you, it's probably worshipping. You just love where you're serving. You need to find that because that's where you're at your best. That's where, you, you know, God's anointing is. That's what you're gifted to do. That was your destiny. That was your purpose. And that's what you stay in, yeah. whatever. But that's what the devil will try and take you out on. Wow. And that's why you've got to be so, so, so careful that it's very easy to start saying those words. I would say, you know, having come back from my burnout, I probably do three times the more stuff than I've ever done before. And I'm certainly not burnt out. I'm, you know, always looking for more. Oh, let's do keys to freedom. Let's do something else. Yeah. I am, I'm running my race. I'm sprinting. I'm enjoying the pressure. I'm actually enjoying life. Very, very busy. I know we, people don't like that word, but I am busy. But I'm loving it. Yeah. And that's the place. Because do you know what? I'm in my sweet place. I'm loving it. And that's where we need to find ourselves. Yeah. And the sweet place is where God is. So good. Can we give a sort of appreciation <laughs> to Pastor Say? Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Citygate Worship and Creative Podcast. We hope the conversations inspired you, strengthened you, maybe challenged you as you walk in your relationship with God and in ministry in whichever church you're a part of. God bless you and we'll see you in the next episode.